This is the Education Business Podcast for consultants and business owners providing services in schools. I'm Claire Riley, and I'll be sharing how to start, grow, and scale your education business. Today, we're talking about learning to switch off in your education business. And after reading the title, you might be kicking and screaming inside if you actually decided to listen to it in the first place, telling me that you don't want to switch off, it's your passion. Well, it won't surprise you, of course, to realise that I've been there and I've done that. I've been there so deep for many years, but I want to share with you what I've learned about switching off because I didn't know what I didn't know, but I know now and I can tell you. So before we go any further, I think it's worth clarifying what I mean by switching off. Some people will say it's impossible to switch off when you have your own business. And to be fair, I think they're sort of right. Do I still think about my multiple businesses every single day? Yep. Do I think about future businesses I want to start every single day? At least five times a week. Even when I've switched off. I also sometimes do work in that time, even on holiday. But I balance it and I'm very intentional with it. So switching off might not be what it first seems. So let me tell you what I've learned then, because... You know, maybe switching off isn't as scary as you think and you won't believe in your baby to flounder after all. So the number one thing I've learned, and if you take nothing else away from this episode, take away this, is that it's a learned skill. Yep, you heard me correctly. It's a learned skill. You can learn it. It's not about personality type. It's not that you're a workaholic and other people aren't even if you're proud of that fact. It's not that you have more passion for your business than anyone else does. It's not even that you can manage your workload better and your time better than anyone else. It's just something that you have not yet learned and not prioritised. I'm going to let that sink in for a moment because I know sometimes on the podcast I have to say the things that other people don't say. You have not yet prioritised it. You see, the thing is, you have to put effort in to be able to switch off. And this is a confusing concept, you know, that it requires effort to rest because it's kind of a contradiction. It's a concept that I did not learn very quickly at all. Nobody sat on a podcast and spelled it out for me like I'm trying to do for you here. So please take this gift. Yeah, I figured it out slowly over a very long time. I can't tell you how many holidays I've been on where the thinking has just become too much for me because I felt so overwhelmed. Or worse, I've had to take work with me because I've had no choice about it. My laptops have been through a lot of airport scanners. And you know what? Before I had children, I didn't even go on that many holidays because of my business. You know, before the kids were born... Um, It was about a seven-year period between um, getting married and having Hattie. We visited Prague, Croatia and Serbia. And that was it. And we wouldn't go for more than a week because of the business. And one of the main issues back then was that I simply just didn't plan ahead. I'd only think about it a few days before. It was time to pack. Usually the same day or the night before. And going on holiday needs a lot of planning and preparation in your business. And I didn't do it. In fact... It's not just that I didn't do it. I didn't even think about doing it either. It didn't even cross my mind. You know, taking a break at the weekend required the same amount of effort. 
even though it didn't involve going away. But I told myself subconsciously that it was another work day anyway. And then it was available to me for, to use for working. So things didn't get any better. You have to practice switching off and practice it often. So I hope that these ideas that I'm going to bring to you, you know, help you to practice switching off in a more comfortable way. So number one, start with Saturday. So when Hattie was a baby up to about two years old, Saturday was a work day for me. And I think this was partly because Ed was in a full-time job. I felt very much like I was left holding the baby most of the time. You know, whenever there was a childcare issue, classroom secrets suffered, I had to take the hit. And Saturday was the one time that I felt was guaranteed because Ed couldn't say no. So when May came along and started growing up, I felt the need to be able to spend time in a different way as well as working, you know, to get out of the house as well. And I learned about compartmentalising my time so much more then. And one day, it kind of just happened that I decided that Saturday would be my day off, that I wouldn't expect myself to work on that day. I think getting an office helped. It seemed to formalise normal working hours for us as a company. So if you find yourself working every hour and not being able to switch off, then try taking a day off on a Saturday. You know, It could be a one day where you know that you're not going to do any work. Number two, effective ideas capture. So what is switching off? I've alluded to the fact that it's not necessarily not thinking about your business. Thoughts will come and if you actually take time to not be sat at your desk working, then they're going to come more freely. Now, my old self would want to sit down and start working immediately using the inspiration right away. And I'll admit that, you know, I do struggle with not being able to do that now because I'm somebody who likes to take action on inspiration. I'm a very inspired person. But having children at three and five years old obviously makes that impossible. But what I do is I capture the ideas and I've tested so many ways to do this. And I used to just write it on a list, but then I'd never get to it or I'd have no idea what on earth it was. Now, the key here is to record all of the information that you need and all of the thinking that you've organically done in the moment as it comes to you. So if you capture it then, it's easy. If you try to remember it at a later date when you've just written, I don't know, write a podcast episode then it's really hard. So now I use Evernote for all of the details. So for me, it's probably a podcast episode that springs to mind. And I'll write down all of the points that I can think of so I have something to start with. I love to use the inspired ideas then at a different time because, you know, there's so much there already because I've captured it then and there in the moment. And of course, it also goes on my to-do list as well. And it could be a to-consider to-do list that, you don't know if it's valuable to do yet, so you'll sit with it. It doesn't have to be a to-do list that you'll definitely do. So you might also have a realisation. Something might come to you from a personal development point of view that needs journaling, and it's the same principle. Jot down all of the points that you can think of in that moment so you can make a good start later. Capture your ideas. And this is, this is so important because you want to know you're not wasting time. You want to know that you're not just throwing away your thoughts because you understand that your thoughts are valuable. You know, the work that your brain has done for you, you know, just like in meditation, you are finding a way to take them and then just let them go. And in our case, you know, we're taking the gift that we've been given before we let them go by capturing them. Number three, 
systems and processes. So getting your systems and processes in order is really important for being able to step away, even if you're still a one-person band. When do you do things? Do you just tackle everything reactively as it comes in, or do you have a time for everything? What would it be like if you knew that 10am to 12pm every weekday, you dealt with customer emails and social comments rather than whenever they came in and hit you around the head? Then when you feel the urge to check or respond on an evening or a weekend, you can stop yourself and trust the process that that kind of work gets done five times a week, which is plenty. Having a time and a place for everything and systems will help you not to fall into the trap of multitasking as well, which is not a thing. Multitasking is not a thing. Number four, colleagues. So obviously it depends on whether or not you can afford employees at this stage in your business. Or maybe you don't even want to go down that route. But providing that you have the systems and processes nailed down, it can be very comforting to know that things will happen anyway, even when you aren't there. And this does a lot for being able to switch off from the detail of your business. Notice that this is about the detail. And to begin with, this is your main aim, as the break will set your brain into big picture mode. It's certainly part of the journey, you know, that you find yourself on. As your business grows, you find yourself being able to step back a bit. And if you don't have any colleagues yet, I want you to know that never-ending work is telling you something and maybe you should consider it. Number five, have something else to focus on. This is a pretty important one. What do you have in your life outside of work? And is it important enough? I'm talking about something that you can term as a project. So this isn't, you know, seeing family and friends or having kids and caring for your own children. You know, as often our minds will just wander back to the detail of our businesses during that time. I'm talking about a real project, something that you can say is a project. For me right now, it's cleansing the house. So my children are not babies anymore. The last five years have been pretty tough on us, if I'm honest. It's super hard trying to run a medium-sized enterprise with two young children, especially when we're both working the business, then throwing COVID on top of that. And it feels like I've had to prioritise things, Um, you know, and it's just the way it is. So it's time to go through the house and clear everything out. And that's something that's really important in my life right now. It's clearing out for the next chapter, allowing more to come to me that's right for me right now. And it's something big to think about that's not business. So make sure whatever you choose to do that's not work is a big enough distraction. You know, my children are a big distraction on a Saturday, for example, because they leave no time for thinking about or discussing business generally. But whatever it is, it needs to be a big distraction. Number six, look for the benefits. They're really important. So you might have listened this far and still be rebelling, thinking that you don't need to do this, but I implore you to look for the benefits because they are really important. I didn't realise the issue when I didn't have time to switch off, but now I can see how much it would have benefited me in the early days. I wouldn't have felt burned out as much. It would have shown me where it was possible to get more help. I'd have given my brain space to think more big picture things. and I'd have had so many realizations earlier that I could have started working on you know being a leader whether you realize 
that you are or not yet you are is a lot of brain work and a lot of heart work. You're a leader. And as a leader, you need more time to space uh, to have space and think. Number seven, try on different schedules. Try different schedules out for size. Maybe you need more space or work time. You know, I'm always trying out a new thing. I have a new schedule every half term. Identify your best times to work, to do inspired work, and then use them. So as much as I've told you to have Saturday off, I actually like to work on a Saturday morning because I'm so energized and focused and clear when I wake up that I don't want to waste the energy I have on every Saturday. But the rest of the day, I do have off. So at the moment, um, on my schedule, I sit down to work 5am, well, 6.30am, Monday to Friday, and 9am to 1.30pm, Monday to Thursday. And the rest of the time during the week, so an hour or so before pick-up and Fridays, I focus on my other project work. Um, So I've talked about house cleanse, but I've got some other projects going on that are really important to me as well. And it's really working for me at the moment. But I'm always trying out a different schedule to try and get time to think and space to be able to switch off properly from my business. So to do this then, you've got to be really focused and be able to get a lot done. Which, if you can plan your time well and understand yourself, will be absolutely fine. So the fact that I work 9 or one thirty, I can guarantee that I get as much work done as somebody who works 9 till 5 because I know how to plan my time. I'm very intentional with my time. Um, and I also block things as well. Number eight, stop yourself from looking. So to feel like you're having a real mental break from the detail, you have to make a choice and follow through. Stop yourself from looking at your emails, Teams or Slack, your social media messages, your social media pages. It's in your control. It's not anyone else's responsibility to send communications at a different time. I'm really passionate about that. They should send it when it's right for them and you should check when it's right for you. You know, if you're not already, start becoming aware of how regularly you mindlessly check these things and find nothing or find something that you know you shouldn't deal with now anyway. I've really noticed a difference in stress levels when I'm constantly on Teams when I shouldn't be. So now, like, I try and not check after half past three and, um, you know, between 6.30 and 9am, I try not to check because if I go on, loads of people will have sent me messages because they've started working. But I don't have time to respond properly, so then I feel stressed. So where possible, I try and sign out Because it makes a difference to me and it helps me focus on what's important in the moment. So stop yourself from looking at what you know you shouldn't be looking at if you're going to really switch off. Number nine, go on holiday. The change of scenery will do a lot for you, it honestly will. It can help you break patterns and routines if that's something that you struggle with. But be aware, it's not a holiday like others might have. So I alluded to this in the beginning you're probably never going to have that kind of holiday again as long as you've got your own business. It's processing time and it's needed processing time. In fact, as a leader, you need so much more processing time. You're going to have to try and have more holidays. And it took me a long time to accept this. I really like to be fair. And my version of fair is definitely unbalanced. 
I've got this tendency to tip towards unfair for me and my family. And I'd sabotage myself and my time off because my colleagues were at work. But now I understand so much more about why I need that time, why it's fair and why it benefits them as well, because I'm doing a different job and the responsibility I have is so much greater and they need me to be at my best, whatever it takes. And while you're on holiday, you're going to think about your business. It's inevitable and that's okay. So work through the strategies that I've been talking about. Capture the ideas. Ask yourself some big questions and you return from holiday feeling like you've had a break from the detail, but also with the clarity on you know what you're doing now and where you are going. I want to end by saying that when you take the time to switch off from the detail of your business, you will reap the rewards, especially if you feel like you don't even need to. It's all about getting your mind into a different state to see what you can't see now that could save you money, time or be the next big important thing that you could do in your business if you found that useful then you're also going to find education business club beta useful as well so it's on its way to you Uh, we are working towards a first of december launch so it's very very soon now and i would love to get you on the waiting list to come into the club and you can get all the information about what the club is and how it's going to run at educationbusinessclub.co.uk forward slash beta club Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening to the Education Business Podcast. To get more information to grow your business, sign up at educationbusinessclub.co.uk.